in this verse, 2 Corinthians 8 verse 9, Paul is talking to the Corinthian church. And, you know, the topic that he's talking about is this gift, this financial gift that they wanted to give to the churches in Jerusalem who are suffering, to the churches elsewhere who are, who are suffering lack and need. And this Corinthian church wanted to give this gift. And Paul is really speaking to them, you know, why they should be motivated, why they should be so willing and so filled with desire to help other believers uh, in, their, you know, in their time of need. And he's saying this kind of a, almost like a side comment. He says to them, well, you guys know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you by his poverty might become rich. And, you know, that short little verse there really encapsulates what happened there on Good Friday. There, all those years ago, when Jesus was on the cross, when you look at him in your mind's eye and imagine what it must have been like to hang there as a criminal, and not merely physically, but the scriptures say under the curse and wrath of God, we see that that really is to be poor and destitute in every sense of the word. Poor not only materially, he had nothing but a loincloth around his waist. Poor not only in the sense that his friends abandoned him when he was arrested, Poor not only in all of those senses, but poor in the most significant sense that God, his father, was cut off from him. That God only looked at him with wrath and with justice because there on the cross, Jesus was in the place of sinners. That's what it means to be poor and to be destitute. And we see here in this verse that that poorness, that poverty, rightfully belongs only to us as sinners. And so really, you know, because we have lived apart from God, we've not lived in proper relationship to God, our condition is that we are poor in, in almost every sense of the word. You know, we're poor in, in the sense that we are not rightly related to God. And Jesus, of course, in his being, being the second person of the Trinity, the Son of God, he is rich. He enjoys the full love of the Father and of the Spirit. He is blessed with all things because he is the one who, in whom God the Father is perfectly pleased with. That's his richness. He owns all things. He rules over all things. And with God, he has a full relationship of love. And yet the amazing thing is on Good Friday, all those years ago, he who was rich willingly became poor. He took on our poverty, essentially, so that we read here, by his poverty, we might become rich. And that's what the gospel message is all about. When we think about Good Friday, it's really telling us that Jesus, in all of his richness, out of love and compassion. And we read there in that verse, it says, for your sake, he became poor. So Jesus went to the cross and became poor for us, for our good, so that through his death, and him becoming poor, we might enjoy all the riches and all the blessings of knowing God, our Creator, our Lord, our Savior. That's what the gospel message is all about. And I, and I hope that consideration helps you and encourages you as you think about Good Friday. You know, when you think about what Jesus gives to us with open hands, as it were, you know, when we think about the fact that so often we don't feel like we're enjoying the riches of God's blessings, you know, most of the time it's because we ourselves have not really come to see Christ clearly. We've not really, you know, grabbed hold of him with 
faith in our hearts, enjoying the reality and living in the power of this richness that he gives to us. You know, verses like Ephesians chapter 1 tells us that in Christ we have every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. That's a fact for everybody who puts their trust in Jesus Christ. And our, I suppose, our whole of our Christian life as believers is growing in our understanding and experience and power of living out that reality. Well, if I want to just say, you know, one final thing to all of you who are here this morning, look on the Lord Jesus Christ and think about him being made poor and also meditate on the fact that he is so rich beyond measure in every way when he was exalted and resurrected. Everything that he is, is offered to you freely this morning. If you would believe in him and trust in him with all of your heart, your poorness, he takes on himself and his riches of glory, he gives to you freely. You know, if we should refuse him and remain poor, who can we blame but ourselves? And my heart's prayer is that every single one of you would come to believe in Jesus and enjoy the riches of glory in him before God Almighty, our Creator. So that's my heart's prayer, and hopefully that encourages you this morning. Uh, let's pray and ask the Lord for that blessing now. Lord, we do thank you so much for this morning, and we thank you so much for your word. Lord, we pray that you would help us to have a proper view of the riches of glory that is there in the Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord, would you win over our hearts with how freely he is offered to us. All we must do is believe in him, lay aside every other effort and attempt to draw near to you on our own strength and receive with a heart filled with humble faith what you have spoken to us in the gospel message of Jesus. Help us, Lord, to trust Christ and help all of us to live in the reality of these amazing truths and promises. We ask this in Jesus' name.